On a day in 1764, a boat set sail from Saint-Marc, a port city in what is modern-day Haiti, bound for the French port of New Orleans, Louisiana. This trip, like many others at the time, had people sailing north seeking to make their fortunes in the burgeoning land that would become America. After days at sea, the trip began to approach its final stages. A devastating storm hovered above. The seas became violent and the modest vessel whipped back and forth at the mercy of the massive ocean, almost killing its occupants. About a mile from the Louisiana shore, the vessel finally succumbed to the angry sea, capsizing and spilling its occupants into what was supposed to be shore death. However, not everyone perished. Among the survivors was a Haitian man by the name of Jean-Baptiste Pointe de Sable, who swam onto the Louisiana shore despite suffering multiple injuries. It would be in this most auspicious of circumstances that the man from Haiti would meet the land on which he would go on to found one of its greatest cities, the Midwest Mecca of Chicago. The storm that caused so many deaths and injuries was no ordinary storm. It was not meant to be survived by ordinary men. But Jean-Baptiste Pointe de Sable was no ordinary man. He was born around 1745 in Haiti to a mother of African descent and a French father. At a young age, he was taken to France where he was educated and through his father's travels as a mariner, he learned multiple languages and developed a keen understanding of trading practices. Upon arriving in Louisiana, he was greeted by the harsh realities of the slave trade and as a black man almost fallen victim to it himself. When his voyage fell apart, he lost everything to the sea, including the necessary documents he would need to prove his status as a free person. He was hounded by voracious slave traders looking to make easy money by capturing a healthful young male and selling him into slavery. However, once again, fortunes had favored him. Jesuit priests who traveled multiple times to Haiti and was acquainted with the Dusable family vouched for him and protected him as he recovered from his injuries. Once healthy, Dusable began his quest to make his fortunes in the new land. He was told about the vast wealth of resources in the north and his curiosity finally got the best of him. He began the long epic trip up the Mississippi River all the way to Illinois, where he settled in Peoria. He established great relationships with the local Native American tribes through a reputation as a fur trader and diplomat. He learned native languages and married a local native woman named Kitihawa, and they had two children, Jean Baptiste Jr. and Suzanne. Eventually, he made his way with his new family upriver where he became the first permanent settler in the area that is now Chicago. 
Today, Chicago is the third largest city in America and a powerhouse of finance, culture, and political influence. It is one of the single biggest contributors to the American economy, adding hundreds of billions of dollars to the GDP every year. Jean-Baptiste Pont de Sable established its first massively successful permanent business. He set up an 800-acre trading post at the intersection of the Chicago River and Lake Michigan, which supplied customers with fur, groceries, and more in exchange for cash and goods. De Sable had established a good reputation with trading relations as far as Detroit, Michigan and Green Bay, Wisconsin, which helped his settlement flourish. The location of this settlement was at a natural crossroad for both Native Americans and Europeans seeking access to the Mississippi River. De Sable became a powerful trader and pioneer, even becoming involved in the American Revolution. De Sable became an associate of Colonel George Rogers Clark of Virginia who was dispatched to Illinois and Indiana to win those territories for the Americans. In 1779, that association and appearance of loyalty to the Americans earned Dusable an arrest by the British Lieutenant George Bennett, and he was sent to the jail at Fort Mackinac in Michigan. However, because of his good character, he was released within a few months. After taking notice of Dusable's relationship with the local Native Americans, and his reputation as a pioneering trader, the British Lieutenant Governor Patrick Sinclair appointed him as manager of the Native American people in the Port Huron area of Michigan, where he worked for a period of three years before returning to a settlement in Chicago. On May 7, 1800, DuSable sold his trading post to another early settler in the Chicago area, John Kinsey, and moved to St. Charles, Missouri, which at the time was still a part of French Louisiana. He was commissioned by the French governor in Missouri to operate a ferry across the Missouri River. On August 28, 1818, the man who once cheated death on a stormy sea and survived the American Revolution died peacefully in his 70s. Chicago would pay tribute to its first citizen with a high school, museum, harbor, park and bridge, all named in his honor. <laughs>